Uh, Barry, while we wait, can you just just share with us your your thoughts on this issue, your initial thoughts? Um, I hate to say I told some some people so. You know, I know Zach's been pretty much uh, on the same wavelength as me. I remember um, recently I was speaking to someone at a tournament and we were talking about way back April, which seems like you know a lifetime ago now, uh, when this first all kicked off. And I was saying on uh, Quad Jacks that people should take all their money out full tilt poker, um, when whether they're in the UK, Germany, wherever. Um, long before play was ceased in the UK and all that stuff. So, um, thankfully, I did it, and a lot of my friends did it as well. Um, it's just crazy. Um, the fact that the license revoked now, uh, just like last week, I said that's the final nail in the coffin, and it, it was it was over long before then for full tilt, and um, they're not a going concern anymore in the terms of a business that an investor or another company would look at. There is no business for full tilt now. It's just when I kind of feel what Zach's saying, you hear him getting angry and stuff. When are people going to realize and just sort of like wake up? Um, because we've been going round and round in circles and you guys, you know, come out. You're always like this, for example, this information is released and you jump on with like an emergency broadcast and stuff like that. And Twitter's bombarded with about you know, every person sending a different link to this statement and that statement. People, I mean, I'm surprised it's not made people physically ill. I don't even have money in this site now, and I, I really can't be bothered with it anymore. Um, full tilt are finished. Quite simple. And guys like Tony G, you know, he put on Twitter, gone, gone, gone. Two, three months ago, Tony G was coming out saying it's going to be sorted, the money's coming in and that. Tony G is like, one of the, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a self-publicist and stuff. Anybody that's on Twitter or Facebook has an, a website is a self-publicist. But Tony G is coming out and people are looking up to him because he's a so-called, you know, a name in poker and poker news, etc. And he's coming out and making statements like that on your show that people are going to be paid in 45 days. People are going to be paid in three weeks and stuff. It's just complete nonsense. Uh, the guy just comes on, you know, and just spouts all that. Full Tilt's finished. Um, there's no way I can see players getting all, uh, certainly not 100% of their money back the only thing I could see there's maybe a slight chance like you know talking less than a 10% chance that something might happen with uh, the UB situation some people might receive a you know a cents on the dollar deal for any money they had if creditors uh, sorry if an investor came in and did buy the company the brand etc but I don't know who's going to touch this with a barge pole now. Um, I remember listening on a blog before uh, what Full Tilt essentially is now. Um, prior to this license being revoked, it was uh, the software. The software's always been excellent. Um, it was a poker skin with a big database of customers. And that's essentially it. Now it's, it's, it's nothing. It's, all it is is a big list of people that are angry, pissed off, and do a lot of money. Um, that that's what it is. There is no business now. It's not a going concern. Any investor to even come near this, and I just can't see what can be salvaged now. Uh, there's no money. I always like to go back to basics and break things down. It, the poker world's funny. It's like a bubble. People sort of have their head in the sand, and because it's not. If this was a bank, like I've talked previously, this would be. You know, outraged and everything, but because it's poker and 
the majority of poker players, believe it or not, are actually quite honourable people. And they all are expecting this miracle to happen. And it's just not going to happen. You know, it's finished. Full tilt's finished. And um, now what's happening is the mainstream media are picking up on it. And the BBC are covering it. You know, Forbes magazine have done articles, etc. Poker license revoked by Alderney authorities on BBC News. And it's just such a blow uh, to the image of poker. And it's been created by uh, greed um, and stupidity. And there's really no other reason or excuse for what's happened with full tilt poker. That's what it is. People have been spending money before they've made it. And what happened with Black Friday is it caused a run on full tilt poker. Everybody wants the money at the one time. The money's simply not there. And they've been found out what they've been up to. And, and full tilt's finished now. Anybody that's thinking these investors or stuff like that is going to have any implication in terms of people getting paid or living in a dream world, in my opinion. That's that's about it. So, full tilt's done. Yeah. And I but, feel what about, but what about the money? There's no money. There is no money. <laughs> what money? <laughs> it's like the Anything. whole Malone clip. AC says 10%. You know, there is no money. The, the money's gone. The Full Tilt are in such a black hole now, in every sense, financially, brand image, the people. Um, how could Howard Ledger ever show himself in a poker room ever again is beyond me. But as I said, the poker community is a strange place. It's a bubble almost. People get away with things. People borrow money in poker all the time and don't pay it back and then pay it back and then people's names are mud and, you know, all the epic poker league problems people talk about and Poker's like that. Casinos are like that, you know, and Full Tilt is an online poker room. So the type of people that are playing on there, there's some of those people going to play. And unfortunately for Full Tilt customers, some of those people have been running the site and say what you want, you know, about Howard Ladder and that prior to this, you know, you would think he was a an intelligent guy. And he, he obviously is an intelligent guy, but they're not, fall, you know, infallible. It's just... <laughs> He's made a mistake. They've, they've spent money that they weren't entitled to or haven't made. And um, it's gone. You know, players' money's gone. And they, as I said in a tweet or a blog previously, if Black Friday didn't happen, Full Tilt would have still been running and nobody would have been any of the wiser. This would have still been happening because 100% of the people wouldn't have put a demand on the money to have it withdrawn. So if that doesn't happen then some guy withdraws 10 grand, you pay him out the pot. That's why it was a Ponzi scheme. Tom Durr came out and said, you know, uh, what was it? It's not a Ponzi scheme. And by definition, it is. You're paying people that you're due money to out of funds from other people. There's not, you know, you've got negative equity, if you like. Like, you know, if you've got 350 million or whatever on the books that are players' money and you only have 60, 70 million, that is a Ponzi scheme because you're paying out people as they need it from the 60, 70 million pot, but other people are playing online with full tilt money, which is worthless. You know, Monopoly money is worth more because at least it's paper. I mean, what is there left to discuss, according to you, Barry? What, are, what do we do now? Um, it's disgusting. All joking aside, um, the Alderney Gaming Commission, in one of their statements, basically says, you know, the license being revoked, they have no jurisdiction over them now, etc. Um, it's now a police or a civil matter. Now what's going to happen, I'm surprised not already, is people are going to have to report it at 
technically as a theft. Their money's been stolen, and it's going to have to be civil, you know, police investigations, etc. Full, full tilt's finished. No, nobody's going to get any money back in a hurry. And certainly, I can't see anybody getting a hundred percent of their money that they had in full tilt. You know. Of Alderney's statement. Sorry. Of Alderney's statement. Oh, what I think of Alderney's statement. Um, it's typical rhetoric from a licensing board like that, and one that's based offshore. Um, is, you know, uh, we've done this and that. Now they've. Pe- the problem with licensing. Uh, boards and people like that is they're all high and mighty when you're paying them the money and that but as soon as the proverbial you know shit hits the fan it's very easy for them to then say well we're revoking our license and now like they have said it's now a police or a civil matter they can very easily walk away is that right or is that wrong well that that's technically by definition what licensing boards are and do um maybe they should have been maybe there's questions that have to be raised about how full tilt were able to pull the wool over those eyes and maybe the criteria that Alderney Gaming Commission use to grant licenses should be, you know, certainly investigated or considered by their uh, by their board. Did you see our video at Sunfirst Bank? I've not. I didn't want to put it on uh, when Zach was away to call me, you know, in case it was playing and stuff. But I'll, I'll have a look at it later. Good. Did you read the 26-page notice, uh, uh, the determination, determination, as I'm no, you know, I wouldn't, deciding I wouldn't, to call it? I really, I mean, for one, I just don't have the energy to read 26 pages on full, that has anything to do with full tilt poker now, Marco. Seriously. I just, I can't. <laughs> I don't have the energy. And I don't think it's just because I don't have money in the site now. I just think, you know, you guys said it earlier, is it jaded, is it numb, is it, you know, <laughs> desensitized? It's just dragged on and dragged on. And, you know, I feel sorry for everyone that's got money locked up in there. You've said before to me, uh, can we maybe make it a bit more positive and things like that? And I kind of said at the time, no, because you're better knowing what the real situation is with, and that gives you more time to deal with it. And... There's no positivity, you know, coming out of it. The only positive thing is Leder or Ferguson, etc. They've been stopped at this point. I mean, it would have just got more out of control. That type of money that's missing and is, simply isn't there would have only escalated. So, in a sick way, they've nipped that in the bud earlier, and everyone's hoping that, you know, the people responsible are going to be made accountable and, you know, severely punished. Uh, you know, in a sort of a way that's reflective of the crimes because lots of people have lost a lot of money and it's all relative, you know, three grand to someone is the same as 20 grand to someone else and lots of people's lives have been affected uh, with this money, especially that they can't play online now in the US. Um, you know, they need every penny they can get just now to whether it's try and start, start up something else or, you know, use it to make it... Uh, ends meet until they, you know, can go and get a job or some some other form of income. What do you think might be the future of a gambling commission like Alderney at this point? Do you you think they're marred by this or...? Um, No, because who reads the small print? Quite evidently no one. If everyone read the small print, 
a lot of people wouldn't have deposited on full tilt in the first place when it's you know player funds aren't segregated. So nobody pays attention to who the gaming commission is, etc. I've got I've, I, I'm guilty of it myself. You know I've got poker. Let me think on my computer just now. I have poker stars. Um, I I still have the full tilt uh, you know logo on the desktop. Um, what else do I have? I have you know Genting poker, black belt poker. I have lots of these. I don't know who any other uh, gaming commission you know is. I don't know. Do I go and look? You know, no, I haven't. Obviously, up until now, um, I saw on one of the television stations in uh, the UK the other day they have late night gambling like roulette. You can phone up and place a bet on and stuff. And they were regulated by I think it was the Alderney Gaming Commission. And I said, oh, that's the you know the full tilt regulators. People, when people set up these offshore uh, regulate uh, you know regulations or fucking gambling bodies or any of these pe- things. It seems to me it's so easy to just buy an off-the-shelf company, set it up and call yourself whatever you want and have jurisdiction and grant things. It, it's like loopholes and loopholes have been in business you know, for years and they're going to be in business for years after this and this isn't going to change anything. And um, it's been done on bigger scales than full tilt and it's been you know, smaller scale. But the problem is people are still living in this world on Twitter where there's imaginary investors and white knights coming to save uh, full tilt poker and turn it around. And that's, people just really need to be careful of believing that. Because if you've got a lot of money tied up in this site, it's quite easy to be, you know, grab onto that sort of hope. Um, but I, I don't think anybody should be getting any hopes up regards full tilt. I think everybody should just write that money off and hopefully the authorities, you know, you deal with it in terms of, uh, charges, you know, on, th- on those responsible. The whole thing is just very ugly, isn't it, Barry? I it's, really. Can you think disgusting. of any other words to describe it? Disgusting, uh, revolting, disgusting. Um, embarrassing as well uh, for the poker community. When you go and watch clips of Howard Lederer's smug face now on various YouTube clips, ah, it's just sickening. It really is. Um, it's just disgusting. Um, so uh, like Negrano, you know, called him arrogant and so on. And he is. He just you just get that. And um, I just I feel sorry for people that have trusted a brand like that. Um, I've said before I don't understand anyone that keeps huge amounts of money on any poker site. Um, but I also understand it. Because, you know, a few high-stakes players that I spoke to, they need it on the site, obviously, because it's their tools of their trade. They need the money ready for the games, etc. So it's a necessary evil. And to these guys, it's going to just have to be written off as a cost of business. Um, and they might get something which will be pitiful in my you know assessment of the situation. It will be cents on the dollar if there are any assets realized from um, a full-tilt breakup of any assets, etc., I mean, obviously, there there may be some uh, intellectual property issues in terms of, like, Rush Poker, the software, the concept, the brand that could maybe be sold to another company. But, you know, you have poker stars. They're already working on their own high-speed ring game thing and stuff. So I just don't see this. You know, the term in business is a going concern. If a company is still operating on a day-to-day basis, etc., that's a going concern. Full tilt's not a going concern. It's just concerning. You know, the situation, 
it's a going concern in the in the sort of sense that it's concerning of how it's been run and the situation it's in. But any investor, who the hell's going to go in there with a 300 or whatever million, you know, nobody knows the exact figure, owed out to players um, and angry players over this length of time and the sheer, uh, you know, black cloud that hangs over the brand now. It's, it's worse than UB. Because UB was put down to, you know, Russ Hamilton and these people getting super user accounts and breaking out. Full tilt has just been right through the whole management, complete abuse of player funds. So, you know, it's not this one rogue individual or whatever that's done it, you know. Barron's Bank went down by one rogue investor, rogue trader, Nick Leeson. This has been Howard Lederer, Chris Ferguson, Ray Batar, whoever else, you know, that's been named and stuff. Uh, just gross mismanagement of funds, greed, and thinking that they're never going to get caught. You know? Yeah, it's um, what what would you say to Howard or Ferguson if if you were just run into them just casually? They dared show their faces <laughs> at some Scottish event because they they think they might go unrecognized there. Uh, <laughs> I listen, it's. I don't have money held in the site. I should make that clear. You know, they've got a hundred thousand frequent player points of mine that equate to a four hundred dollar iPod. So if he had an iPod sitting on his uh, table, I'd just grab it off him and say that you're due me that. You know, that's mine. <laughs> uh, you can't say anything to these guys. These guys are, you know, by definition, you look at Leder and things like that. The ego's tremendous. Probably a big narcissist. It's what are you going to say to them? It's just going to go in one of your... One guy that does that to that excess with that amount of money, and then when you interview them and it's, uh, we'll see, you know, and all this stuff, just flipping. There's, you're wasting your breath. Uh, you just hope that the US government uh, comes down on them with, you know, full force. Let's see. We'll just have to see. What are you expecting now? If, if you had to just kind of like you know, script the future. I mean, as cynical as you may want to be about it. What do, what do you think is the next thing we're going to see? Um, well, hypothetically, you know, if things go the way I think, I think there may be some sort of um, breakup of full tilt in terms of technologies. And when I speak about that, I mean the software teams, any patents they have on software and stuff like that. And it would be totally reskinned and redesigned, you know, so it didn't look like full tilt, etc. There's some sort of asset there, but it's it's negligible in terms of the types of money we are talking about recovering. Um, so someone maybe will, be, you know, there might be some sort of fire sale where uh, technological, you know, things are sold off, patents are sold off. Again, I mentioned Rush Poker. Um, other than that, what? What are the assets of Full Tilt? A customer database of, of pissed off customers. That's not an asset. That's a liability. Um, so I just don't see anything on the bones of Full Tilt even, you know, worth picking up uh, other than the technology in terms of, I know that they said, you know, it was patent and trademark Rush Poker. So there may be something in that that's, that's uh, worth money in terms of an asset. Um, that may be sold off to another poker company or a new group of investors looking to set up a poker company. Although I don't know many people just now that are jumping on that. 
sort of uh, bandwagon, um, especially with all the negative press. Um, sadly, I don't know what it is, but more and more every day with corporate America, not just corporate America, but the corporate world, a lot of these guys can have a habit of worming their way out of things and getting off with, uh, you know, small sentences or slaps on the wrist uh, for crimes, which is essentially what this is. There's no doubt about this. This is theft. You know, it's not just mismanagement. It's theft. It was money that was there and has been stolen. The only thing that kind of muddies the waters is this whole players' money wasn't segregated. I just think that's... I think... I don't want to say it, but I just think that is a huge, huge loophole for them to escape through. Um, And if they can live with just screwing over thousands of people out of their money, then with a good legal team in that, I think people might be disappointed that the punishment is handed out to these people. Time will tell, Barry. Well, if you think about it, when players... When they've said in the terms and conditions that players' money is not going to be segregated and people have effectively digitally signed that by accepting the terms and conditions, it kind of is like, well, your money's gone. It's been lost. And they may, you know, they may get off scot-free with that or as good as scot-free, you know, whatever. They're talking about seizing personal assets and stuff like that. That might be happening, but in terms of some any sort of... Uh, sentencing or punishment you know that would fit the crime um it they might get it off with it on that which is which is a scary thought but people have accepted that you know although they didn't read the terms and conditions the player's money wasn't segregated so it just opens up a you know another huge can of worms regards full tilt and just you know i don't know if people have the energy to keep uh you know, going on about it and reading things about it and stuff like that. I mean, even myself that probably should be reading up more about it because, you know, I come on here and with having the site and stuff, some people ask my opinion, but I just don't have the energy to read 60 pages on Full Tilt Poker now. It's all the same stuff regurgitated. They still not came out and apologised. Um, the money's still not there. There's another phantom investor every week. It's just... It's just on a loop. They may as well just, you know, send out these press releases and change one word and put it out the next week because it's all the same stuff. But slowly but surely, um, things will happen. But like I say, um, the sort of pessimist in me kind of thinks that this big car crash with, you know, Howard Leather and Chris Ferguson and stuff, and it might not be as heavy on these guys as they think. It's usually the people at the bottom that... Um, are affected, you know, the most with things like this. And uh, I don't know, I think Howard Leder will still have enough money for his sushi and stuff. I'm just curious to see how far the deterioration of this company can go. I I wonder what else we're going to see. Like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's really gross, I think, to even try to foresee it. The thing is, how many, it, how many more statements are we going to see? Just like, <laughs> oh. no, <laughs> they, they, they didn't revoke our license, or I don't know, just any yeah. desperate mass um, fraud. Yeah. The the thing is with it is, again, if you break it down, full tilt poker is one hundred percent. Any poker room is based on trust. Any electronic transaction is based on trust. 
eBay, PayPal, everything like that. As soon as trust is knocked in a brand, it's so hard to come back because people have so many different options now. You know, poker stars are, without a doubt, the market leader. Remember, they were involved in Black Friday. You wouldn't even know it. Nobody's mentioned, you know, poker stars that came out of this in a better situation. They got more players than ever. Um, their brand's stronger than ever because everyone got paid back and, you know, the players' money's segregated. Everybody's safe playing on poker stars. So, Full Tilt are just, you know, they were close to... The thing that Full Tilt always had was they attached themselves... You know, poker stars do it with Negrano. They've got Barry Greenstein. They've got a few big pros like Mercy all uh, signed on. But Full Tilt really pushed that. Um, and if you watch poker stars commercials now, they're also going down the same route. Um, Negrano's on it, giving a little speech about this and that. They have a very Full Tilt feel almost. And please, that's not a comparison. <laughs> but the, the commercials do. They have that sort of aspirational, these are the players they're playing on the site. And that's what Full Tilt did at the start. You know, Ivy, obviously, um, Gus Hansen, Durr, etc. And Full Tilt was seen as like where all the really high cash games happened. And it was the case. But for Full Tilt to go back now, who's going to associate themselves with, you know? It'll be the absolute scum of the poker society and poker community, you know? <laughs> It'll be like Men the Master is their front man or whatever. And, you know, who's going to do it? There's no way Ivy's going back, ever, you know, and, you know, Gus Hans, Seidel, Seidel's a smart guy, Durs came out and he's completely, you know, looks like a rabbit in the headlights when he was on the news and stuff with the situation, and you got a feel for that guy, although he's a hugely successful poker player, and he's made tons and tons of money, He's obviously got a moral backbone. He feels this obligation to, you know, the hand money back. And he came out with Galfa and said, we'll guarantee a million dollars, um, you know, of uh, money for full tilt and all this stuff. I mean, the guy must be going through, I don't want to say poor Tom Dwan, you know, the millionaire with, but it's obviously got to be upsetting for someone like that and, you know, cause like emotional distress. And it's just sickening, you know. For Howard Leder and guys like that, to, all this rubbish about the solicitors can't, you know, make a statement. They can still make a statement, an apology. They can, and p- people will say, oh, they can't do that because that's admitting guilt and stuff. Look, they're, they're banned to rights. They're, they were in charge, and uh, Batar, etc. And, you know, you just hope that they're punished, and the punishment's, you know, fitting of the crime. Yeah. Barry. Marco. On a happier note, <laughs> what are you up to? What am I? What are you up to? Oh, what am I up to? Um, what am I up to? I'm going out for uh, dinner tonight and then going to the cinema um, and then maybe play on Poker Stars when I get home or something. Nothing wow, much. Good plug. Yeah. How <laughs> <Well> fitting. <laughs> well, I think I think they deserve they deserve a plug, you know. Uh, also, black belt poker as well. Neil Chan inside. You got to plug Neil Chan inside as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much. Not much. What are you up Just, to? Just uh, despair. Hmm? Well, it, it's not. You know what it is, Marco. Again, I've not got money in this site. It's not despair. I'm not going to come on here and oh this and oh high and mighty. It's actually almost 
uh, I don't know what the word is. Is it sorrow? It's maybe sorrow for players that do have money locked up in the site. It's disgusting. You know, I've mentioned before um, a friend of mine, you know, a high stakes uh, player, you know, a tournament player. He had a lot of money tied up in full tilt. And again, it's it's not no big secret. He put it on his blog, um, Alex Fitzgerald, um, the assassinato online. He has over two hundred thousand, you know, locked up in full tilt. And the guy's in a situation just now where he's having to totally rebuild again for the, you know, God knows how many time in his career. And these players, you know, just is sickening. I mean, two hundred thousand in any world, you know, in the poker world, money's thrown around like. 60,000 prop bet, 10,000 to this guy if he goes and says something to this waitress or whatever. But in any world, $200,000 is a lot of money. You know, it's a house. And um, I don't know. I just think it's it's sad. It's sad for a lot of these guys. Um, and a lot of people looked up to, you know, like Howard and Chris Ferguson and stuff. And it's just a complete betrayal of trust. And no doubt, once this really sort of comes out and people are still hanging on. I mean, I don't want to name any names, but I've spoken to a couple of full tilt uh, poker pros about regards doing, you know, interviews for my site and stuff. And it's so sad because they've said, oh, I need to wait until what happens with the site, etc. I mean, they're clinging on for their little custom avatar and a shitty rate back deal. That's what they're selling their integrity for. And their reputation in poker. You know? To be associated with that. That's what they're doing it for. Their custom avatar and a rate back deal. And their name in red on the site. I mean, it's just... it's That's disgusting. That these people are still hanging on with the company. And not coming out and totally slating them. And really spilling the beans on God knows what else has went on there. Because all that will come out eventually. Once it's totally... Once, you know... Uh, I don't know how full tilt it comes out. We are out of business, or you go to the site, you know, which is essentially what they are now. I mean, I've said before, you click the desktop item. I'll do it now. What does it say? Uh, full tilt poker. Double click. I'm surprised it doesn't just open up a Trojan into my bank account and like start taking money <laughs> out or something. Uh, welcome to Full Tilt Poker. You're just mm-hmm. a few seconds away from playing the most exciting poker games anywhere online. Please be patient while we establish your connection to Full Tilt Poker and good luck at the tables. Um, connecting. I, I should maybe just wait, you know? <laughs> if I can't. Oh, trying again. Just a few seconds. <laughs> it's trying again. You know, I could probably leave it here till next year. But Barry, um, you're just a few seconds away yeah. from playing. The, uh, the most exciting that. games. A, second. a few seconds. Hmm? A few seconds away. FTP and all the cards are nice little graphic, and that's it. But uh, no, it's trying again. It's just going to keep trying. Yeah. Nobody must be there. Well, Barry, I, I I think you have expressed the frustration of so many people very brilliantly this morning, and. Um, you know, we'll we'll continue to follow this story. I'm actually, um, well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm about an hour overdue. I'm supposed to type up the next full tilt poker statement. Yeah. Which we did the other day, by the way. We just typed it up in like five minutes and sent it mm-hmm. to Cat Fancy, which is some cat magazine. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if they ran it yet. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. <laughs> That's what Full Tilt is doing lately. You know, they're just typing up statements and sending them to anywhere but their sites. You know, their yeah. site must still claim that they're seconds away from playing all these great games. Yeah. So uh, I'm just going to write this statement, and um, if anything, I'll submit it to you for approval. And uh, after that, I just think we should just send it to Teen Beat. Right. You have Teen Beat in Scotland? Um, I think I know what you're on, but one of these gossip-type sites, is it? Celebrity-type thing? Yeah, it's um, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's not. <laughs> Let me Google it. Barry, what's going on with you? OneHour.com. What's next? Um, I just uh, put a new interview on the site. It's with uh, UK pro Julian Few. He's won an EPT and a couple of UK events, and he's been around for quite a while now in the poker world, but really nice guy. I just put that podcast on. And also a Neil Channon one, uh, which is my record for a podcast. Uh, with one guy, it's two hours, 47 minutes long. Um but it's excellent. He's got a great life story about um, building up to like a million, busting out, being due people, hundreds of thousands, building up again, busting out, and then winning the Irish Open, and now he runs blackbeltpoker.com and stuff. I mean, it's really, uh, really good story. So, yeah, people should listen to that one if they've got a spare two hours, 47 minutes. <laughs> mm. Okay. Barry? So what's Teen Beat? What's Teen Beat? Come on, I'm not getting... What? What's Teen Beat? It's just Google it, Barry, please. In fact, I, I might send you some of my own copies. I'm, I'm a big fan and follower. Is it .net? I don't know. Just, <laughs> it's okay. It's... All right, private message, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Anyway, as soon <laughs> as the new statement is, uh, the new full tilt yeah. statement is out on well, Teen Beat, yeah. um, I'll be forwarding you a link, okay? Well, listen, I want you, Zach, and Thomas to just relax because dealing with this full-tilt poker stuff every day is enough to get anybody... You know, you guys have to keep... You're, you're doing well coming up with the content and you're always on the scene when full-tilt poker, but I worry about your mental health sometimes, the three of you, so just relax and see it for what it is. You know, it's... Uh, just just keep fighting the fight. I don't, but I don't want you, you know, having breakdowns over it. Yeah. Barry, hopefully next time we'll speak, it'll be in happier times. Probably won't yeah. be. Yeah, well, this I'm thing's probably. liable to last for a while. Yeah. But we'll be, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll just get over this a little bit, a little bit more. Okay. I'll speak to you on the Christmas Day episode of the Alderney Gaming Commission's <laughs> latest statement. Hopefully sooner. But okay. keep out for the Teen Beat statement, okay? Will do. All right. Catch Thanks, you later. Barry. See Cheers, you. mates. Cheers, bye.